has said that he will bring me home and day by day I know he will renew me until I stand with joy before the throne to this I Yet not I, but through Christ in me. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for drawing us near to you, Lord, and for drawing near to us. As it says, Lord, we have been crucified with Christ, and we no longer live, but it is Christ that lives in us. The life I now live in the body, we live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for us. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. Not only have you saved us as individuals, but you've saved our church. You've saved us, and you've touched us, and you've rescued us. Countless times, Lord, you've always been on our side, and you've placed your covering upon our lives. So we just want to thank you here today, and we are grateful for who you are and for all that you do. Can we just take a moment right now to thank the Lord? Let's not ask Him of anything, but let's just praise Him. Say, Hosanna, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. May the name of the Lord be praised here in this place. Let's pray together. Lord, we glorify your name. Heavenly Father, you are everything. There's nothing more that we can ask but your grace. Your mercy. For the commitment of each and every one. Thank you for your provision, oh God. To make it, to make it to church. For your patience. For Sunday morning, such as this one. For loving us. We can be with you, in spirit. For watching over us. For thankful to you for everything. For your grace. And for your mercy, each and every single day. Holy Spirit, we need you. Yet not I, yet not I. This I hope, my hope is only Jesus. All the glory evermore to Him. When the race is come. 
We declare our praises to you. We declare here today, not I, not us. It's not about my own strength, but it's about the strength and our dependency upon our King, upon our Lord. But it's through Christ in me. I no longer live, but it's Christ that lives in us. We thank you. We love you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. For all these things. Your precious son, just cause me pray. God's people pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. Uh, let's all take our seat. Welcome to our Sunday service on this beautiful, cloudy day. And I just want to just start off with uh, some quick announcements. Uh, last month, we were able to go to uh, Oregon and visit our church that we are partnered with, and we were able to visit Reverend Jason and his church and all the work that he's doing over there. And I just wanted to show you guys just some photos of you know, what went down and some of the things that we did. And one of the most memorial thing that we did was the service that we had, the Sunday service. And I just want to thank you for all your prayers and for your support and I believe that God will continue to do the work, not just for the previous generation, but for this present generation, uh, for the work that the Lord is doing. Uh, so let's continue to pray for one another, and let's just continue to watch over one another uh, by the covering, uh, especially the covering that comes from the Lord, uh, through prayer and through support for one another. Last week, uh, we had the pleasure of watching Eric graduate and we were able to visit and we were able to uh, just be able to be an encouragement and also to be encouraged as well. And I just want to say, uh, Brother Enrico, I know that Eric, um, you know, for me it was very special because the Eric that I remember is the Eric from a long time ago, uh, especially when we went our, on our first mission trip together. And the first time I believe he visited the Philippines was uh, the first time in a while where you visited. And it was also the first time that our church we went together. And it was a very uh, blessed memory, a blessed time. And I just want to say how proud we are of Eric. Uh, this was the past, this past uh, weekend of the, uh, the marching that they did. And we'll just stay on that photo. And uh, just so proud of Eric and for all the work uh, that the Lord is doing, not just in your life, uh, but in, your, in the life of your family, especially your son, Eric. Well, let's continue to pray for him. Let's continue to support him. And let's continue to support one another through prayer and through encouragement. Amen? Amen. Um, what do you guys think? <laughs> Is it Photoshop? <laughs> it's a nice photo. <laughs> but I think it's very fitting, uh, especially with this photo from West Point, because we've been on this theme, on this series of the war based on Ephesians 6, on the armor of God. So again, today, let me just start off by showing you a video, and then let's go ahead, and I'll go ahead and start with the sermon topic. But I just want to encourage you to open your ears, open your heart, as we watch this video. I don't know. I've, I've lived a good life. I mean, I've had a, a lot, a lot of happiness, happiness, smiling, Telling everybody that everything was beautiful every day. If I went into my church and didn't say everything was beautiful, they'd think I was sick. And I, and I'm not that way. I mean, I'm a, I, I, I sincerely believe in this old world that everything is beautiful. I mean, if I see, if I wake up in the morning and see these plants out here and they, and all those flowers that are in there and the green grass on the 
on the ground. That's beautiful. And people don't realize what they have. And then nowadays, I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for and the boys that died for it, it's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. Not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same. That's not what our boys, that's not what they died for. I just, I said, just about it. Donna, I'm so sorry. I'll be all right. Just takes me time to get over it. Because I just, I, I, why, why me? See, sitting here like this, see, all this going on. Let it just, Emily, it's just, just not, it's just not the same. <laughs> that isn't what we fought for. Oh well. I should be worried about it, I guess. I'm a hundred years old, they say. That will be I'm my not, fight. I, I worry about that it. Yes, I worry. That will be my fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. You, see, now, you just remember everything's beautiful. Okay. And, it, and live every day to the fullest. Just, just enjoy everything you possibly can. Let's turn to our neighbor. Let's say to one another, fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. Amen. Fight the good fight. I think Ronnie had difficulty understanding <laughs> the accent, just hearing a 100-year-old veteran. But pretty much what he was saying was that it seems as if his generation one of the greatest generation that lived. Everything that they fought for was for nothing. Seeing the state of this generation, of where the world is right now. Therefore, as Christians, it is very crucial and it is very important for us to fight the good fight. So the title of today's message is called, The War. Part four, the attack. Again, can we turn to our neighbor and say, fight the good fight. Life is a fight, everyone. Every day, it's a fight. Yes, we already won the war. If you read the book of Revelation, as we're doing a study and on Thursday meetings, we know that we already won as Christians. However, there are many battles left to fight. It says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, it says, In addition to all this, take up. In other translations, it says, hold up. Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So men and women of God, we are under a surprise attack. Two examples of surprise attacks in history. One was in Pearl Harbor. It says, yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a day which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. 9-11 in 2001, it says, good evening. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. The attacks are here. It is here. The attacks have come. And the attacks will continue to come no matter what. It is not if, but the Bible says it is guaranteed. And nowadays, it's not even a surprise attack anymore. 
The enemy is right there living within our homes. And he is right there living in our hearts. The enemy has burden. So when the, when the enemy attacks, and when the devil attacks us, and we are under fire, the question that I want to ask is, will you be ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? But the harsh reality is, we are not ready. We are so far from ready. We are not ready at all. We are nonchalant. We are blindsided. You are prideful. You are boastful. You have become arrogant. You've become lazy. You've grown lazy. And you think you are not under attack. But the reality is, the reality of the matter is that you are under attack. It's not a matter of what you think. It's happening right now, today. There are fiery arrows pointing right at you, constantly pointing at your direction. Why? Because Satan hates you. Satan hates God's people. So the question is, what can we do? What can we do? What can we learn from this short verse in Ephesians 6, verse 16? Point number one, take up your shield. Take up your shield. When I say take up, I mean reach for it. Reach for your shield. Hold up your shield. Pick up your shield and hold it up. It doesn't happen automatically. Just like your phone will log in, just by, it just doesn't happen. You have to actually pick up the phone and put it to your face. We need to hold it. We need to be intentional. And this is not a five-pounder dumbbell of shield that we're talking about. Some of us that we pretend to work out with a five-pound or two-and-a-half-pound dumbbells. But this, the analogy that Paul is giving here is three feet by four feet shield. It's a big shield, I would say. And not anyone can carry the shield. It's like Miona, the hammer or the Excalibur with King Arthur. You must be qualified in order for you to pick up this shield. Not anyone can just easily pick up the shield. Meaning if you're not in Christ, this shield is not yours for you to take. This shield is not yours for you to carry and for you to hold. Only those who love the Lord and who is in a relationship with the Lord, who is in a close communion with the Lord, will be able to carry this shield. What are the requirements to be able to pick up this shield? So point letter A, you need Jesus. You need him. B, you need to love Jesus. C, you need to follow Jesus. D, you need to listen to Jesus. E, you need to dine with Jesus. F, you must have faith in Jesus. Can we turn to our neighbor and say, take faith. Take faith and take up your shield. Take up your shield. In other words, without Jesus, we are doomed. There is no hope for us. We can walk around all brave and all strong. We're holding our sword, wearing all the right armor. But if you're not picking up the shield, you're doomed. You'll be extinguished. We either extinguish the attacks or we become extinguished by the attacks. Which one is it? Are you extinguishing the attacks? Are you extinguished today? So again, point number one, take up your shield. Point number two, be quick to defend. Be quick to defend, to not get pierced. In a fight, in a battle, that one cut, that one hit is what's going to change the whole fight. The goal is to not get hit. Floor Mayweather, 
who is considered one of the greatest boxers of all time. If you see his fights, he is the master at what? Dodging punches. Defending. The out of boxing is not how hard you hit, but how not to get hit and hit. How do we do that? Letter A, be active. B, stay active. C, stay disciplined. D, stay humble. E, keep dodging. Stay in motion, like Joseph. Stay in motion. F, keep listening. Listen to what? Listen to the bad advices of your friends, your worldly friends. Social media, listen to what? Listen to your coaches. In other words, listen to your teammates. Who are your teammates? Are they in Christ or are they not in Christ? If they're not in Christ and you're listening to them, you're listening to the wrong person. Listen to your leaders. Listen to the Lord. G, keep studying. H, keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. In other words, pray, read, pray, read, pray, and read. As people of God, when we lose our movement, you die. I'm going to say it again. If you lose our movement, we die. Just like the example I gave when we're bedridden. Most likely, we're not going to survive because the body is meant to be moved. A body in motion will stay in motion. We must stay on motion. In motion, we must stay. We must not stop moving. We must dodge the attacks. We must be active. Stay active. Stay disciplined. Stay humble. Stay dodging. Keep dodging. Keep listening. Keep studying. Keep fighting. Because each day is a fight, and the enemy is out here to destroy you and to kill your faith for you to drop your shield. Only if you might drop just a little bit, then I can take him down. Some of us were just a few arrows away from dying and bleeding out. We must realize that there are arrows coming at us. We need to be quick, quick to defend. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month. But now, because some of us were bleeding out, we were pierced. So again, point number two, be quick to defend, to not get pierced. And lastly, point number three, faith is everything. Faith is everything. Scripture tells us faith is everything. So the question, the follow-up, Question I want to ask from this point, where does your faith lie today? Faith is everything. Where does your faith lie today? Hebrews eleven six 6, it says, and it is impossible to please God without what? Without faith. Faith, faith, faith. Can we turn to our neighbor and say, take faith. Pick up your faith. Pick up the shield. Faith, faith, faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Do you understand that? It says it is impossible to please God without faith. And anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek his face. You must believe you must seek his face. If not, he will not reward us. But we must sincerely seek him. And no faith, God is not pleased. We cannot please God without faith. That's why doubting Thomas had to come from a place of doubt to a place of faith in order for him to see the Messiah. 
And some of us, we are waiting for a miracle. We say, God, if you show me a sign, then yes, I will believe. But here's a reality check. Most likely, even if you see a miracle from the Lord, you will not believe. Look at what happened with the Israelites. Look at what happened with Judas. Look at the 4,000 who were fed. When Jesus said, eat my blood, eat my flesh, they were no, no longer there. They walked away. So miracles cannot save you. It is faith. The scripture tells us it is better when you don't see and you believe. You are more blessed if you don't see and you believe versus someone who sees and believes. May we not be like doubting Thomas. May we ask for evidence. Then, Lord, I will believe. But, Lord, I believe you. I believe in who you are. I believe in the resurrection. I believe on the cross that you died for my sins and my debts have been paid for. Amen. And amen. And this is what I wrote as I was preparing for the message. I wrote, I'm truly grateful to the Lord for allowing me to have a personal faith and a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Do I have this faith and this relationship because I am a good individual or because I am deserving? No, it has nothing to do with myself other than the fact that I know it is through Christ, Jesus Christ alone. Just like the song that we sang, yet not I, but through Christ in me. His word gives me assurance that I am saved, not because of what I have done, but simply because of who he is and what he has done on the cross. Therefore, I do not rely in my own strength. I can only and will rely in Christ. And what's crazy is that everything always comes together and God always ties it together. When I was writing this, I had forgotten that this was our closing song. And this happens all the time. What we find is the message with a theme, and it is right there in the song, in our closing song, that we usually pick. And God always brings it together. So the question that I want to ask you is this. Where does your faith lie? Where does your faith lie right now? Does it lie upon a family member, upon people, upon career, upon relationships, accomplishments? For me, I can't speak for you, but for me, I have nothing other than Christ. Everything else is Secondary. Secondary. But Christ is first. Romans 10, 17 says, Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. And then Paul goes on, Ephesians, Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. Does Ephesians come after or before Romans, Ronnie? Good. <laughs> What's after Romans? Good. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, good. <laughs> What's after Second Corinthians? Good. Galatians, Ephesians, and then Colossians. No, Philippians and Colossians. Good. Ephesians two eight through ten it says, "For it is by grace you have been saved through faith." Through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. That's something that we need to understand. It doesn't come from you. It is a gift that the Lord has bestowed upon you. I mean, that's it. I mean, how grateful are we? Must we be? We don't have to do anything. It's a gift. All you need to do is receive it. It's available to all, but not everyone is opening up their hands to receive. How sad is that? 
There's gold bars right here, and people are just walking by. They don't want it. Hey, you want a free? Nope. I don't want it. I can save myself. I have enough. Not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork of the transition sense, workmanship, creating Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Amen and amen. amen. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. Anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek his face. Amen. And amen. amen. So this is the simplicity of the gospel. And I'm closing with this. So point letter A, B, C, and D. A. I love you, Jesus. B. I trust you, Jesus. C. I need you, Jesus. And lastly, D. All I am is yours, Jesus. Nothing more and nothing less. That's it. If you have the simplicity of the faith, like a childlike faith, you'll be able to pick up that shield. And you'll have the strength to carry that shield with you each and every single day. But you must be intentional about it. It just doesn't happen automatically it attaches to your body. You gotta pick it up. Some days we think it's okay. It's a burden. I don't want to carry it, Lord. But the scripture teaches us to pick up your shield. Other translation says, hold up your shield. Other translation says, pick it up and take up. Pick it up. Hold it up. For that's what it's meant to be. It's not meant to be used for sledding. <laughs> for us to use it for roof, maybe for the rain. It's meant to what? Block the rain of what? The flaming arrows. Coming from who? From the evil one. The enemy has a target on you right now. And he's releasing those arrows every single day. Multiple times a day. He knows where to hit. It is our job to look and face the enemy and wield the shield and block. I pray that you'll be protected. I pray that you'll be mature in your faith. I pray that you grow in your faith. I pray that you will not bleed out. You know, you've been strong in the beginning in your walk and in your journey. Some of us were just bleeding out. We've grown too tired. But I pray that you get up and pick up your faith. Take up your shield. As it says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Amen. And amen. So what I would like for us to do at this time, if we could all stand to our feet. We're going to sing the third section of this song where it says, No fate I dread, I know I am forgiven. The future sure, the price has been paid. For Jesus bled and suffered for my pardon, and he was raised to overthrow the grave. That line is a victorious line, but we are not defeated, but we have overcome. Amen? Amen. So let's just sing verse 3 and chorus 3, and we'll close the service together. Let's sing together. No faith. No faith I dread, I know I am forgiven. 
crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me the life I now live in the body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me in addition to all this take up hold up and pick up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one Heavenly Father we need you bring healing from the wounds the piercings that we've gone through Lord I pray for healing right now I pray for strength for our members I pray you strengthen them and guide them and I also pray right now for courage courage that is found in Christ and Christ alone to overcome every attack of the enemy we take courage today to pick up and to take off the shield of faith to block the attacks the fiery arrows of the evil one the flaming arrows of the evil one and we extinguish it and we will not be extinguished, for we are found in Christ and in Christ alone. Yet yeah, not I, but Christ who lives in me. I live by faith. I live by faith. I live by faith. Can you declare in your heart right now to yourself, remind yourself, I live by faith. Say to yourself, I will live by faith. I will pick up the shield of faith. I live by faith. Lord, I will live to pick up the shield of faith, especially this week. Especially, God, with the ongoing battles that are going on all around us. We pick up the shield of faith. I pick it up, and I will choose to pick it up. For faith is everything. Lord, help me to have the courage and the strength to pick it up. I to wield it every single day. Lord, I need you. Lord, I am bleeding out. Lord, you are bleeding out.
Secondly, let's just pray for a prayer of repentance and forgiveness from the Lord for not having each other's back. How do we cover ourselves from the back when the enemy shoots the arrow from the back? It's up to us, it's up to our fellow neighbors to protect us, one another, to have each other's back through prayer, through just prayer and through encouragement. Let's just pray for forgiveness from the Lord. And let's just continue to pray for our fellow brothers and sisters. Let's pray together. Father, forgive us for dropping the ball so early. We made excuses, Lord, that we were tired and weary and just gave you reasons as to why we dropped the ball. But Lord, you have given everything that we need in our lives to be able to get back up. So God, we find courage in Christ. We find a solid footing that is found in Christ. And we get up here today, and we will continue to fight this battle. May we remember everything that we have learned so far. Yes. The belt of truth. The breastplate of righteousness. And now, with the shield of faith, we will continue fighting on in faith that is found in Christ. We just want to thank you for all the work that you are doing in us. And through us, in our church, and through our church, I pray, Lord, that you watch over all the future endeavors and the plans and the mission work that we will continue to do. We thank you. We love you. Pray all these things in your precious Son. Just cross and me pray. And God's people pray. Amen. Amen. And amen.
to sing and close the service with our closing song, The Path of Life in Jesus. Let's worship together. service with the benediction. Let us pray together. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And now may the unending pursuit, may the unending grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the gentle counsel and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit which surpasses all the knowledge of this world, continue to guide you and protect you. And as God's people, we pray. Amen and amen. All right, God bless you. I love you guys. I will see you all in the back. God bless you.